The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. So was it everything you thought it would be? Yes. Everything and more. I know you got there at the tail end, right. and it wasn't as magical as it had been. Yes. I mean, it still was magical because it's a body of water in the middle of Portland, but it was amazing. It was amazing. It was... How many Band-Aids did you find I floating in I did not find it? any Band-Aids. Oh my gosh, that is a good day. It's a good day. Yeah. It's a good day. The water was not clean. Do you feel a little weird Band-Aid today? Free. That's the main thing. No, but How I, much do you think you ingested? I didn't ingest it. I'm not sure what the poison levels are, but we'll have to figure that well, out. Well, white Maybe wine spritzers somebody. I ingested, that's the, that's not the, the cool water. That's the antidote to it. Yes. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live five days a week here on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have lots to talk about today, but the main thing I want you to know is... Joining us here on the show in just a little bit, we're going to be playing our interview with Jay Larson. JayLarsonComedy.com. Jay is at Helium Comedy, uh, Helium Comedy Club here in Portland. Tonight and tomorrow, that's July 13th, July 14th, two shows Oh my gosh, night. I just realized today is fe- uh, Friday the 13th. Oh, it is Friday the 13th. I just realized Uh-oh. that right now. Is that Uh-oh. make you nervous? I know you get nervous about like superstitious Not really. Uh, but you have all of, all of your weird... I do have my quirks, but they yeah. aren't like date related. They're yeah. number related, but right. um, no, but, I feel but okay. Friday the thirteenth has never been one you freaked out about. I mean, not not particularly, but thank have you, you for giving about me something out about it. Can you? I am now. I thank mean, you. I think it's maybe it's something. I, I think I you just should stop your. I think you should shut your. Everybody mouth. else freaks out about it. I'm just kind of fascinated by the fact that you don't. Since there are so many other things that you worry just about, let me know when you're done. Okay, I was just you know just putting it out there. I just want to make sure. I was just saying I'm very happy that you're not freaking out that this is like a centuries old date that everybody has worries about Friday the 13th. Um, Anyway, we're going to be playing our interview with Jay here in just a little bit. Don't forget to go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Audible link right there to sign up for a free trial and get two free audiobooks. Sarah and I also voiced an audiobook for The Zombie Who Cried Human, which is on there from Cemetery Dance Publications, and we got a a very nice email, and I don't know if uh, they wanted their name read or not, but talking about how their children... Listen to our book <gasps> at night. So they bought, the, awesome. they bought the actual book and then um, the actual hard copy book from Cemetery Dance of the Zombie Who Cried Human. And then they play uh, alternate nights playing your reading and then my reading. That is so that's, wonderful. Isn't that pretty cool? That is so amazing. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Thank you very much. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, it was such an honor to get to do that. I mean, to know that people are listening to it is Yeah, we really amazing. appreciate that. So anyway, go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Audible link. All right, I know we're low on time for today's show because we do uh, have our interview with Jay that that's, we're going to be playing. But Sarah, we need a recap yes. of the saga of Tropical Summer, a.k.a. that's the name for uh, Sarah's... Apartment complex, apartment complex that she has not lived in. That I have never lived in, but I have a pool pass for, and I have had for the past 10 years. For the past 10 years, you've supposedly, quote, lived at this apartment complex during the summer to where the staff think you even lived there. Okay. And we gave a whole recap of it on yesterday's episode. Uh, Sarah, so let you- me tell you the, fr- the funniest thing that I found out about going to Tropical Summer 10, a.k.a. return to stripper soup. Stripper soup. <laughs> That's what it's so, called so because so when gross. I first started going there, that was uh, the nickname because it was all strippers all the time. Like it was just. A- were there strippers there? Yes, there were. Oh, okay. I, w- I won't slow. interrupt. I want to hear the. I want to hear the slow. recap. It's a- well, first of all, the first thing I learned yesterday about my return to stripper soup is that. Nobody at the pool lives at the apartment <laughs> because ever I heard other people talking. 
And everyone was trying to memorize apartment names to try and pretend like they lived there. Wait, other people that you didn't know yes, were doing the same Yes, there were thing. like two people there who actually lived there. And then someone, I, I heard other people's conversations. They're like, oh, so what What building do you live in? And they're like, well, I don't, I don't really, I don't live here. I, don't live, <laughs> I just kept hearing. I'm like, oh, I'm not alone. But I never say that. I never tell anybody. You my stick secret. to your guns. I stick to my guns. I never and like we like don't talk about it. Like any random person, you, you don't talk about any other place at the pool. I'm like, you don't know who's listening. There might be someone hiding in the bushes. You think they have rats in there? Like, I mean, rat, yeah, like physical rats. Well, yeah, yeah, both, yeah, both both kinds. I both guess. kinds of rats. Snitches, I suppose more. Yeah, like somebody that's in there. It's like trying to flush out. Like they go undercover. I did make a mistake though, because I did. There is one gentleman at the pool who's who's lived there for years and years. And he asked me, and I've known him, for, he's a very, very nice um, man, and I've known he's older, um, and I, uh, he's like, oh, so what, Bill, you know, he's talking to me, he's like, oh, so yeah, I, I didn't see you here last year, but, you know, it's like all the previous, I'm like, yeah, I didn't come last year. He's like, oh, do you not live here anymore? And I'm like, oh. I did tell him. Oh, what, told you told him? him? I told Sarah, him. what are you doing? I don't know, because I felt like. Why would you do that? Because I felt like it was a, I don't know. I don't you know, let down. A, he asked me, and I didn't want to lie to him. You had a ten-year con going, and you just blew it like that on the first day. I mean, I don't think he's going to tell on me, but I don't know. You don't know who this. You don't know anything about this guy. I do. I know his name, and and he knows mine. And we've been friendly. Oh, what happens to the one he day where he, where you see him? Let's say you accidentally don't see him or something, and he thinks that you're ignoring him or that you've spited him. Oh no! Now he's going to go rat you out. That's a terrible decision. Oh, no. That was a terrible. You just gave it up. I did. I did. Like I did. under mild, not I even questioning. Lie you to just him though. What? Because I don't. I didn't even know what building I was supposed to say I lived in. Because what if oh, he lived in that building? Sarah, this is just. It's disappointing. It's disappointing just because we tried so hard yesterday to get this all lined up so you would have like your cover stories said, know. you know, and I grilled you pretending to be one of the one of the um, you know pool officers who would come down and try to bust you, and you just like spill the beans. Like I that. know. He did tell me though. I'm like, and he's like, oh, don't worry. I want your. He's like, it's fine with me. I'm like, cool. And he's. I'm just oh, like, it's not. What did he say? It is fine with what him. What did he say? He's like, I won't tell anybody. And then I said, uh-huh. and I'm like, have they been down, like, around to check the pool pass? He's like, oh, no. They don't care. They haven't been around here at all. And I'm like, do they ask you for your address? And he's like, no. It's not their business. If you have a pool pass, just show them and say, here's my pool pass. I can be here. He lived there. And he told me that that was okay. Uh-huh. While was, he's on your side. He is on my side. But you let the secret out. That's the problem. You don't know who else he's, who else does he go to talk to after, right afterward? Hopefully not. Like, oh, yeah, my friend Sarah, she doesn't live here either. Is he out there, like, yammering it up? No, I don't know. Spreading the word he around? He's very popular. Everyone knows him. Yeah, see, so Shit. I think uh, I think this is going to be a big uh, a big issue. A big issue for you. Um, so I'm sorry. I'm just, it's unfortunate that this is the, the time you decided to Yeah, do I know. Part. I didn't but mean to. Besides that, the, yes. uh, 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 you know, in addition to. Yeah, so, so there were said, some strippers. So, yes, there, there was a, a slow trickle of strippers. There were, um, we hit um, the high mark of the number of them. There were six. 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 Man. And they were all like really in shape, like thong wearing strippers. Really? They were wearing, th- like it looked like something out of like an 80s Coors Light commercial. That's, you know, that's my, my dream life, right? Yeah. An 80s Coors Light I know. Light well, commercial. you missed it. I know you got there at the 80s Coors Light commercial and like 80s music video. Oh, yeah. Like me- heavy metal music and video. And there was like a bunch of- Like that's like the dream life. Somebody brought their speakers. A Trans Am. Somebody brought their speakers down pool. there and they were playing a whole bunch of like um, like 90s rock. It was pretty amazing. Wow. And everyone's just walking, like, drinking their beers and hanging out. It was pretty magical. Like, Dang it. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was it was pretty, and nobody said that's true. And I'm like always worried that I'm gonna get in trouble drinking in there. But like uh, like all the people who live there, they're just like drinking their beers and hanging out, listening to music, playing with pool noodles, having diving contests. It was pretty. That sounds it sounds like a <laughs> great white video. Um, Great White the Band or like a Twisted Sister video from like the 80s or something like that. Like that's, that is kind of like, that's like the ultimate goal for me. Yeah. Is to have a I black tra- T-top Trans Am, uh, a pool and chicks hanging out. Okay, don't call you know, them chicks. And <laughs> drink some beautiful lovely, fellow beautiful women, human beings. Beautiful fellow human beings um, wearing thongs. And then, uh, you they know, were wearing drinking, thongs. Uh, yeah, beer as we're hanging out. Like I'm the at the pool like, with, like, that's, my, that's it. with my that's, shorts what else, on. What else can I want? And like they're just wearing like like the material that made Ooh. their entire bathing suits would just make up like the hems of my shorts that I was wearing. Uh, Edward just said I was thinking White Snake in the live chat for the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club. Good point. White Snake would probably be pretty good too. Uh, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have said chicks hanging out. Sorry, but maybe that was wrong. Um, so um, it's being asked: Did they beautiful ask, people? Did I ask to see if they changed the pass? I will tell you, I've had the same pass for ten years, and it's the exact same pass. Well, that's a little bit on them then at that point. I mean, I bet there are so many of these passes in that city. And people were, city. people, um, like, sell them? Selling passes on the, like, is there, is there a black market guy with, like, a big coat, like, sitting there on the side of the pool, like, hey, you want to get in the pool? And, like, pulls back, like, a long, Let me like, tell a you. long trench coat, and he's just got it lined with different passes. Okay, so what happens is you get a penalty if you lose your pass and you have to get a new one. It's like a 20, like, you have to pay $20 for a new pass. So I had a friend who lived there that would lose their pass charge somebody $40, then make a profit of 20 and get another pass. That's a pretty sweet deal. Yeah. How do we get in on this? I don't know. What are the passes? Can I make them? I'm not going to show you the pass. I want to This pass is gold. This is my ticket to friendship. Yeah, 10 years, man. Yeah. Ticket to friendship. No, I know. That's the that's saddest a, thing. so sad. <laughs> that is such a sad thing. All right. Well, let's go ahead and play our interview. All right. <laughs> so we did have Jay Larson from jlarsoncomedy.com. That is his website. And, of course, going to be at Helium Comedy uh, Crab Feast podcast. I mean, he just does a ton of stuff. And a uh, great guy. So we just got to roll into the interview here. So let's go ahead and play that right now here on Fun Employment Radio. Volume box. Oh, really? <laughs> That's someone who doesn't know anything. Uh, the volume box. <laughs> yeah, this is. Is this our backup volume box? That's our backup. Because it started to make box. this weird crackling sound. Yeah. Did you? Have no, you had but that they problem? just like you know, like the connections are like loose, and you have to jiggle them sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah we ended up buying another one, so this is our backup because. Yeah, other one somewhere. Same with us. Yeah. We're on yeah. our backup too. Oh, there we go. Awesome. This is the riveting talk that everybody's going to get. This is the on this inside podcast. podcast baseball. It's all about volume box. And things. I know just as Are much. Are we as... recording right now? Yeah, we're sure. recording. Oh, perfect. Now. You know what? Like, I always try to like. So I grew up in a house with no dad. So I kind of like took over the duties of like fixing things and stuff. So I'm uh-huh. kind of handy. And I've gotten even more handy as I gotten older. So recently, my neighbor called me, and she's like, "Hey, can you put my door like the kids ripped the door off the hinge, just oh, the bottom hinge, and like the screws are stripped?" And I'm like, "I can get them back in there, but they're gonna be stripped." And I was like, "You know what? Do you have a candle?" And she's like, "A single mom." She's like, "Yeah." And I go, "Let's go to the kitchen." She lights it, and I'm just like, "She goes, oh my god, are you gonna drip that wax over the candle to fill in the gap?" Because, and I'm like, "Well, yeah, that's that's what I that's what I'm gonna try." And she's like. Oh my God, Mom! Look at Jay. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Look at how handy he is. <laughs> sure enough, I screwed in. It's just it didn't do anything. Oh, didn't work. I, I thought so amazing. If that works. That's I thought great. I was gonna like be like check. Like I'm putting right. together a book of like yeah, st- like, like handyman tips. Jay's yeah. tips. Yeah. <laughs> no, didn't do anything. Oh, that's. I would kind of think I I'm not very handy, that. but I would think that sounds like it would 
possibly yeah. work. Yeah. yeah. Well, I thought it might too. You can still yeah. put out the book. I mean, and then then just if somebody does it wrong, be like, well, you did it wrong. You know, that's, that's right. why it didn't work out. Maybe that would be. Oh, a the fun... wax didn't work. Yeah, that was on you. Sorry, bud. Like a handyman book from a kid who was had to figure it all out by himself, and then it's like these Jimmy Rig things. And like, <laughs> yeah, listen, probably the end of this, this isn't going to work. But listen, you, you're just putting in the effort here. <laughs> that's all yeah, you're doing. Right. Yeah. It shows that you tried. That's the most a non-handyman's guide to being a handyman. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. It's all like paper that. clips, like MacGyver kind yeah, of things. Yeah, it's like MacGyvering. Yeah. 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 I think that's kind. Of, that's that's something. Yeah. There's new. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. That's something. That's something. I did love me some MacGyver growing up, though. Oh yeah. Oh, Who did? Did you watch it? Of course, I wanted to be him. Also, oh, did, did he inspire you when you were trying to fix things around the house? Sometimes. No, he inspired me to like want to be find awesome. people like in lurking in the dark doing bad things. Yeah. You know. What oh, I mean? you wanted to solve the crimes? Like that's what yeah. you're after. Yeah, dude. I wanted gadgets. I, right. Like I wanted to build a zip line in my backyard. Oh, like that's go cool. undercover or. Oh, I mean, I'm undercover right now. Uh, I mean, I undercover. just assumed that. I, I didn't know. I can cut that out of the show if you mm-hmm. want. Just don't, like, yeah, don't just, just don't say, your name. Just yeah. don't say my name, Jay Larson. Yeah, no, we won't say Jay Larson. Are the, you're going to be at Helium Comedy Club uh, tonight and tomorrow, 7.30 and 10 p.m. Two shows, both nights. You know it. That's you want to be out cover. of the heat. You yeah. want to be yeah. out of the heat. Stand-up comedian. Nobody yeah. would suspect. No one You know, knows. you go town to town, busting different drug rings or whatever. Yeah. I'm working on some stuff, man. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you've got a lot <laughs> happening Isn't, there. Yeah, wasn't that? I I know that I'm misremembering. Am I Andy Kaufman? Was he the one who thought that he was uh, like you said he was a CIA agent? Um, but he was a comedian. I don't know. He probably did say something okay. like that. Okay, I, I thought that was. I thought that was a thing. Yeah, maybe yeah. not. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I was know. I going to sit over here and sweat. Right there, I know. So. I'm sorry. Well, he's yeah. he's dead. So. <laughs> That's blown. All right. That's well, a great <laughs> wow. transition point. Thanks, sir. Went wow. super dark. I got a That's Nick good. laugh, though. He's just like, Sarah, you're fucking blowing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's blown. Uh, so, yeah, you are at Helium Comedy Club tonight, though, and tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. People to pick up tickets, heliumcomedy.com. Um, I was looking up uh, some information about you. Jay. Yes. I did think uh, this was pretty interesting that you basically skipped the open mic phase of your career, according I, to Wikipedia. Yeah, I did. That's that, do comedians get very um, jealous of you for that? Not jealous, mad. They're mad, just like, yeah. What? How <laughs> yeah. did that even happen? <laughs> like, and how I, did you get to do that? Yeah. And I just got. I just. I didn't really know much about stand up when I started doing stand up. You know uh-huh. what I mean? I was just. I wanted to be a writer and an actor in L. A. And yeah. then people were like, "You're really funny. Do you do stand up?" And I was like, "No." And like eventually, I was like, "Why don't I try?" You know, a lot of people have asked. So I got into it, and I didn't know like. Anything. I didn't know. I didn't know like you got a light. I didn't know how you got started. And my friend was like, "If you come up with five minutes, I knew a girl who knew a guy that ran a room, and I didn't know it was like the hottest show in L.A. at the time. And I just went and I met him, and I said, "Hey, man, can I get up tonight?" And he's like, "No." And he's <laughs> like, "Do you have a tape?" And I go, "No, I don't have a tape." And he goes, "Well, where else do you perform?" And I go, "I don't perform anywhere. Else. I've never done stand up." He goes, "Oh, man, you're not gonna. You can't do this room. This is like all pros." And I was like, well, just tell me whatever you need me to do from this week till next week, and I'll do it. You know, like, I had this, like, you know, like, young kid in L.A. vibe. And he was like, yeah. all right, why don't you just go do as many open mics as you can? So I did one. I tanked. And then I showed up at his show the next day. Like, did and, it. Did and I homework. did really well. Yeah. And then he was like, come back next week. And then they started inviting me back. And then, like, I met this other comedian. And she found out it was my first time. She's like, oh, my God. Like, here, I'll help you. And started introducing me to people. So I never did open mics, which was cool. But at the same time, it was terrible because you don't. When you do open mics, you build like a. You have a whole group. You all go through yeah. it together. You oh, yeah. build these friendships, and I, I didn't get that. So that's, that's kind of nuts. like when we worked in radio, and I remember how like you know because I did years in radio, and then there would be people who got their job via like winning a contest or something because yeah. they had the totally. talent, right? But they didn't have to go through you know mm-hmm. all the crap Jump to the get hoops. there. Yeah, yeah, which doesn't. I mean, 
It's equal footing, but still, yeah, it's definitely different. A yeah, bit. and then I moved to New York after like six and a half years in L.A. doing comedy, and it was like starting all over again. Yeah. And then I, I didn't have like that group of like people that I went through the trenches with, so it right. was like I was on my own again trying to like make it. It was really weird. So it was like it was like a blessing and a curse, I guess. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah. it seems like people wanted to reach out to you because you did have the talent. I mean, you're saying somebody realized that it was your first time doing it, and they're like, "I want to help you." you yeah, they were super something. supportive. Like, clearly, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was Courtney Cronin, if she's listening. Courtney, Courtney, Courtney. Um, she she's the one who really helped me out. She's a sweetheart. We were both from Massachusetts, and like, I think she was just like, "Oh, dude, you have no idea what's going on." I'm like, yeah. "No," and like, I didn't know who anybody was. I didn't even know who Bill Hicks was. You know what <laughs> I mean? Or like Bill Burr. So anyway, any of the bills, any of the bills, yeah. anyone yeah. named Bill. That's an interesting dynamic. Yeah, to try to come up with, especially oh, yeah. since comedians seem to be such like a, like not. Incestuous is the wrong word, but uh, you know, no, it's but a, you're right. It's you know, a small group of us, yeah. and there's very few people that can we can relate to because right, that like, understand what we do is so weird, right? You know, so that like every now and then, like after a show, like a super comedy head will come up, t- start talking to me, mm. and like telling me like inside they're like inside inside comedy. I'm like, oh. oh, like you're like a super fan, and they're like, yeah, and they're like, I'm sorry, is this super annoying? I'm like, no, I love this. Yeah, normally I, I can only talk to like a handful of people like this. Right. It's nice to meet someone I don't know that I, that like knows everything. Thing that like, like about what it. I what do they talk to you about like who has a special who doesn't oh they'll like... they'll say like uh, hey so what do you think about like this like inside story that like's going on in comedy that like nobody knows about yeah and I'm like oh you know about that or my friend will hit me up and be like yo just saw Jeselnik dropping a new uh, special and this would be like years ago before Jeselnik had like blown up yeah and uh, I was just like yeah it's just fun it's just nice that people are that passionate about that's it. cool and yeah. they want to like share what they know with you too yeah it'd be like me meeting like a uh, a professional baseball player and me just being like, dude, yeah, dude, three years ago when you batted 329, had 28 <laughs> homers and 99 RBIs, dude, that last game of the season, I'm like, he's gonna get 100, he's gonna, you know, something like ridiculous like that. Oh, but that's awesome. Everybody What's... likes praise and to know that they're good at what they're, and they want to be, you know, right. that somebody wants to include them, sure, with their information. The only way I think of it, like, this is what I used to love. My grandfather, who was a baker, like, my mom would tell us stories. He, like, really loved the symphony and, like, going to see music. And he would sit outside of the musician's, like, entrance and exit after performances and just wait for him to come out and then, like, be like, hey, can I just take you out for a drink? And, like, would take out, like, the trumpet player from the BSO for drinks. Wow. Because he was just, like, such a diehard fan. He wanted to, like, know them. Just to, like, and then talk music with them. Yeah, and just talk music and, like, buy drinks. And, like, he was just a super cool dude. And he would, like, there was this place I grew up called the Hilltop Steakhouse. It was this giant steakhouse, and it had, like, five different rooms. And, like, you would wait out front, and then they call your party, like, Ah, Larson 4 for Sioux City. (laughs) Like, each room was named after, like, a steak I was just going to say, yeah. So it had, like, a theme for it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, so Sioux City, Kansas City, probably, That's right. Party for Sioux City! (laughs) And so you had to, like, march to your little room. It's so weird. Anyway, my grandfather is, like, this giant place. And, like, he was so amazed by it. He just went to the manager and he's like, hey, I'm a baker. I own a bakery. And, like, I, you know, I would love to see the kitchen. And they were like, yeah, come on. Took him into the kitchen. Like, he was that kind of guy. Yeah. And so, like, I always appreciate people, like, have that interest and want to, like, explore it more. You know what I mean? And they can talk about it. And I'm like, recently I was like, I forgot my grandfather used to do that. I want to start being that guy. Like, I want to start, like, going places and be like, hey. I like what you do here. Show me around. <laughs> right. Show me yeah. the inside. And get that to work for you. Sarah's pretty good at that. Sarah's had that happen a lot. I can like, wiggle my way in. Yeah. For like any kind of a show or something. Like you're, you're well, a show where like even if you want to, because people, you know, if they like what they do, they they want to show you how right. things work. But it's all sure. about the approach. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. say like, yeah, I want to hear about what you do. 
And yeah, I, I actually want to write that down because I want to forget that my grandfather did that. Don't forget that. That's pretty cool. A hilltop steakhouse. Hilltop that steakhouse. Like such a you know what they also classy. had? They had uh, like giant um, cows out front. You know, like wooden cows, like Perfect. as if they were like grazing Perfect. on the front yard. <laughs> and it was always like. They were always on scavenger hunts for like kids in high school. We do scavenger hunts yeah. where like you go out and like people would cut the heads off the cows at night. So like every now and then you drive by and there'd be like a, a trash bag over where the head was because someone had decapitated one of Did the cows. Did you ever decapitate any No. Of the cows? There was no no chainsaw in my house. Yeah. But well, so no. would they just replace the cows? Would they glue the head back I on? I think they would That's glue what I'm kind of wondering. Like, yeah. They have to put like a new dowel in there or something. Like, yeah, how do you do that? It's yeah. eventually how they went out of business. Is that they couldn't keep replacing all those that, cows that gets financially? Yeah. yeah, and they were known for those cows up front. I mean, how many steaks <laughs> can you sell to replace Not those? Not the food, the wooden headless cows. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> damn it, never could figure out that problem. That's so you bad. said you started as um, you wanted to be an actor. Are you still interested in acting a lot? I know you yeah, do a yeah. lot of comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just did three episodes on this show called Corporate. That's on Comedy Central, uh-huh. which is yeah. like a really Brad. dark comedy about uh, about the corporate corporate America, which is hilarious. Jay Weissman and Matt Engelbretson, two comedians that created it. And then I did a little cameo in a new Amy Poehler movie called Wine Country that's going to come out on Netflix. Very nice. awesome. Um, so I'm always doing things here and there, you know, but writing and comedy are kind of like the two uh, mainstays and then acting when it comes up. But I'm always trying to like, I've written a lot of TV shows that are like for me to star in and I've sold them, but yeah. never got them made. But that's still my goal in life is to like get one know, of them made. Get one made. So I have one, you know, that I'm currently working on and, you know, can you write that into contracts when you write something like with yourself in mind? Like, and by the way, when you buy this, if you do it, I'd like I'm going to star in it. Well, usually as a comedian, when you go and you're pitching an idea, they're like, "Oh, and you're going to star in this," and you're like, "Yeah." Mm. And then like there'll be times where like I have friends that have gone in, they're like, "We love this. Who do you see starring?" In? <laughs> and they're like, "I see myself," and they're like, "We don't." Oh, <laughs> you know, like they leave both shows that I sold. They didn't have it in the contract that I would star in it. Like that wasn't wow. even like something. Like once they decide to make it, then it would be up. You know, in the I've heard some people have to having to audition for their own for their own for show their own that show. they wow. that they yeah. wrote. Wow. That'd be like Seinfeld creating Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, listen, we're thinking uh, maybe Tim Allen for <laughs> yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> he seems more like a Seinfeld. He yes, seems more exactly. like you than you. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Yeah, that's an interesting aspect of it. I mean, but still at the same time, it'd be cool to have it sold. So either way. Yeah, yeah I mean, you I get your name yeah. out there. I mean, and you get your name on more and more projects. What are you guys, more. my agents trying to show me the brighter right. side? Pretty much, yeah. That's right. The yeah, you're doing great, side. Jay. The Jay, there's another one around the corner. Come on, you're going to be fine. Thanks, guys. We'll just... Talk All right, and up. also you are in the world of podcasting with your podcast, uh, The Crab Feast. Uh, indeed. Um, where I was looking it up and I couldn't find it. Where did the name come from? So my co-host Ryan Sickler, very funny comedian. He's from Maryland, and originally he was had a different co-host, and it was a different format. Okay. And that co-host was Matt Fultron, who's a very funny comedian, one of our buddies. And it was called The Crab Feast. And then Matt moved to New York, and they just like, you know, they were just like, ah, what's going to happen with the podcast? And Rye was going to keep it going and asked me to co host for a month. And then I co hosted, and he's like, hey, man, would you want to do this, full, like me and you continue this? And I was, and I was like, I don't know. I don't know if this is like my jam in this format. And he was like, well, this is what I was thinking, which was like based off this live show I used to do called Storytime with Jay Larson mm-hmm. where like Rye was like you know you know I'm a storyteller like Rye's a storytelling comedian I was yep. and so we started like bringing comedians on and getting their stories and then and then it's just we kept the name and changed the format and we've been doing it now like six years that's amazing yeah, yeah you're over yeah. 300 shows now at this yeah, point yeah. has there been anybody that you've been uh, trying to get as a guest that you haven't been able to lock down so far yes um, <laughs> Nick Swartzen oh, oh yeah an old friend of mine who's just too big now 
um, <laughs> who doesn't return my texts or my phone calls. Wow. So if you know Nick Nick's or Nick's Swartzen. listening, step up your game. Yeah, Nick. Um, we've been trying to get Nick on and um, a couple other people. Yeah. Uh, Joel McHale, who uh, hasn't responded to my emails, and <laughs> Sebastian Maniscalco, who always tells me when I see him face to face that he's going to return my emails. But he doesn't return my emails. That's the worst, too. Yeah. When you see someone and are like, you know, exchange text yeah, messages. Like send me an phone email, numbers. Man. They're like, oh, I don't mind. Yeah, text yeah. me when you're in town. You text me and you never hear anything back. It's like, I feel stupid. You should yeah. have told me that. Yeah, stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stop I wouldn't have done it. it. I wouldn't have done it if you did, if you had told me. Like next time I see any of these people and they say, dude, I'm sorry, I know I email, I'm gonna be like, don't. Yeah. Don't feel sorry and don't email me. Because <laughs> everyone don't you see on the me. way up, you're gonna see on the way back down, you <laughs> son of a <laughs> Yep. Stake your claim right there. I think that's yeah, but you know, there's yeah. some people you just like love, and like even as comedians, right. and then you watch them grow, and you're like, dude, come do this, and then it's like, oh, dude, I've kind of like I, I don't do that I, stuff anymore. That, yeah. And you're like, yeah, but me, right? We're oh, friends, yeah. and they're yeah. like, no, they're no one. Agent says no. No, especially in yeah. Portland, we've known a lot of comedians who've gone on to do big things. We've been doing the show for about nine years, so yeah. a lot of people that we knew who were on our show. Like who are out doing big things in Hollywood? We're yeah, like, oh, we're do you want to you want to come back? Yeah, yeah, remember when we were like promoting? Like, like nah, I'm good. I'm yeah, like, I'm good. Thanks for that. Are you in that unair conditioned studio? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I know. It's quite glamorous in here. I offered you water, Jay. I know. I love it in here actually because it just feels like home, and this is like where people can open. It's a up. happy yeah. place. Yeah. Yeah. It's like home, a little bit of that, a little bit of like a murder studio with the table and the yeah. black. We did just, curtains, uh, get, but yeah, we murder studio. Kind of, a, kind of a, you know, it's I mean, got a little bit of a Dexter vibe during perfect, the winter. Like kill table, right? I here. love it. Yeah, you kill know. table. <laughs> what is this, a little the steakhouse? Yeah, <laughs> take him to the kill table. <laughs> oh, we'll give you a Party tour of, of the three, kitchen, Sioux yeah. City. <laughs> so, uh, how many days out of the year are you on the road? None. None. No, I mean, uh, I have two <laughs> Next kids. Next question. I have, I, I have two children. So uh, okay, and I didn't. My dad wasn't in the picture when I was a kid. So like being around is really important to me. Yeah. So I try not to go out that often at all. Yeah. You know, like this was shoot up. I'll be here Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Go home Sunday. Be home. I'll have the day with them. Um, not like I'm not divorced, but like I get to spend like family day weekends or family like friends yeah. will ask me to do stuff on the weekends. I'm like, dude, I don't do things on weekends. That's yeah. family when we can all be and my kids like yearn for it. So like That's I wonderful. I kind of tried to set my career up so I wouldn't have to go on the road, even though I love mm-hmm. getting up to like do my comedy for like people that are fans. But uh yeah, I just tried not to. Although I'm putting together a fall tour, but where I can just go do one city a night and go three days, then go home for a week and a half, three days, home for a week gotcha. and a half, because I don't like being gone like yeah. two weekends in a row, you know? Well, that's kind of that's the nice really thing cool. with podcasting, Thanks. too, is that you don't have to be on the road because you can still connect with your yeah. with your fans and your people. Yeah, but there is something like as far as like, you know the deal. You've seen live music. There's mm. nothing better than live music. Yeah, There's nothing better than live comedy. And like... I've been doing in my stand-up shows now all crowd work, and so like there's ultimately nothing. You're, it's happening right there. Then you and don't know, you know what it's going to be. And yeah. It's yeah, yeah, you know, and, and like you know, watching TV is cool, but when you see a play and you see like the stakes are so high, they're right there in front of you. It's mm-hmm. you know, so there's something special about getting out there to them. But I just, you know, I like being home. Yeah, yeah. I think that's great that you found a balance to it. That seems like it's a really hard thing to do. Yeah, a lot of people don't get to have like yeah, that family yeah. life along with like the yeah, like, the satisfying yeah, it's a sacrifice. Life. Uh, yeah. Trust me, I probably might be doing a lot better in my career <laughs> had I not cared about my kids. But you're being an awesome dad. That's yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's what matters to me. But the, you know, that's yeah. why like I always feel like there's such like a 
there's a thing put on women in comedy because, mm-hmm. like, that's why Ali Wong was so powerful in what she did. Mm. Because, like, most women aren't even allowed to, not that they're not allowed to have babies, but if you have a baby, you're putting your career back like three years. Oh, yeah, it's frowned upon. I mean? Like, every guy you hear talk about, like, his kids, his kids, his kids. Women, if they do it, nothing. Yeah. yeah. They're like, they'll get shamed. Like, exactly. Why aren't you at home with your kids? Yeah. And then I'm on the other side of the coin. Like, yep. why aren't we building a society that makes men feel like they should be more involved and that they, because, you know, we don't design everything's a mommy and me class. Everything's like, oh, give the baby to the mom. Everything's like, well, where's your mom? But it's like, and then dads are like, when people get divorced, they're like, well, why isn't your dad around? Like, I don't know, because maybe we create a society that makes men feel like they, they're not important. Yeah. I absolutely I'm out of here, guys. No, I absolutely agree. <laughs> no. Yeah, I think uh, I think that is an important thing. So well, I think there's think like another side of the coin, you yeah. know what I mean? There's like, you know. I absolutely think so, and I really appreciate a, a man saying that out loud. That's yeah. very nice. Yeah. Good. Well, you know. Well, you're doing it. We're getting through lots of things here in this show Yes, today. we're working it out. <sighs> yeah. What'd you think this was? <laughs> comedy. <laughs> I know. Let's turn the heat up more. <laughs> All right, well, Jay, do you have a website that people can check I sure out? do. JayLarsonComedy.com. <laughs> awesome. Which, by the way, I think our listeners, <laughs> now I'm tri-hosting this show. Yes. <laughs> I got here, and the, you guys were like, you know your it's website's back. down. It's back? And I'm yeah. like, no. And they're like, yeah. And I was like, oh, man. Yeah, see, now we can say it because it's yeah. actually back. It is back. It is back up. Yeah, the uh, the website was down briefly. Those of you out there who are clamoring to steal Jay Larson comedy, you were foiled today. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was your dream. Greg sat for a second. He's like, mm, should we just should buy we? and make it? Oh, yeah. Should we buy Let's it? buy it and hold it over. No. Um, that's no, that's not true. I'm glad you got it back. Yes. Um, all right, so you're going to be at Helium Comedy tonight. Tonight, tonight yeah. And tomorrow. So this night. is a two rare tonight, treat. Look, tomorrow. he's on the road, and he's not out a lot. So exactly. come and check him out. And plus, it's going to be like 90-something degrees. Be in air conditioning. And yeah. laughter. And it's an awesome club. It is. It's like it one is. of really my favorite great club. clubs in the country. Yeah, we, we were there. just uh, judging the semifinals. Oh, um, right on. But for on Tuesday night and Wednesday night. So we've spent 12 hours this weekend. Yeah, for Portland's club. Yes. person. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we've spent some time um, there. It's it's such certain, a great club. Certain clubs have an energy that laughter just like booms yeah. in. Oh. And like that's one of them. Yep. Yeah. And may I recommend the pesto quesadilla? It I saw like, it last night. It is like, so oh. good. I had it both nights in a row. Because we were at the dinner. I'm like, I couldn't help it. Pesto's that little treat that people like cast Such aside and then you have it and you're like, oh, right. It's like, oh, yeah, I forgot about pesto. It was a total treat to everyone yeah, I talked to after I ate it. I'm sure it <laughs> oh was. Real close talker. Yeah, too. what you shouldn't get is the Mediterranean platter. Found that out. Well, it's delicious. It's delicious. No, you should get it. It was amazing, but I Just smelled like garlic be, and feta yeah. and all. It was if you're going to be speaking closely to a bunch of other people right afterward, yeah, then be aware. Yeah, my wife. We were, we were informed from... by a couple of comedians that, yeah, that we'd had bad. the Mediterranean platter. Oh, really? They knew. They knew? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you should have been like, well, yeah. really? Jeremiah well, Coughlin called you, that out. You just didn't make the semis. Tried <laughs> 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 hard, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> Not good enough. <laughs> well, Jay, thank you so much for taking some time to come in here, too. Yeah, man. Really, really appreciate, appreciate it. Thanks for having yeah. me. Yeah. So, jlarsoncomedy.com. Get your tickets to go see him. Heliumcomedy.com. And, yeah, this has been great. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Jay. All right, and that was Jay Larson once again. He's awesome. He, he is, really cool. Yeah, he's really rad. Yeah, and we just took a picture with him, too, for our Instagram, and then he took a picture with us for his Instagram. So we'll see if so, it goes up, because that would be awesome. Yeah, so if you uh, don't mind liking that, and I'll post it up on Twitter and everything, too, uh, you know, retweeting, all that stuff that we do on social media, it actually does help out when you, if you have the opportunity to like or share some of that stuff. It goes, uh, goes a long ways for us, so we really appreciate that, and appreciate everybody we appreciate who tunes each and every one to you. our show. And, so what are you going to do this weekend, Greg? Are you going to come with me to Tropical Summer? I don't 
Uh, I don't. I just I don't described know. you with like the like your dream scenario. Yes, like, I know like, you I did. I don't know if I want to. But then I remember, you know, the band aids, and so that's that's kind of the issue. <laughs> it was band aid free yesterday. Uh, now, granted, I did. It was kind of breezy, so I did have to keep cleaning the pool myself because all like the leaves cleaning and things what are, leaves. Okay, and bugs. Band-Aids? No Band-Aids. Hair I did not have to take any foreign objects out of the pool. That you know of. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'll be able to do that. I've got a couple of things going on this weekend, so I may I may not have uh, have an opportunity. Oh, to. boy. I may have to miss out. I'm also working on uh, Viva Las Gregas some more. This. Oh, no. You're, you mean the Nib Hole? No, we're not naming it the Nib Hole. You know that it absolutely has to be named Nib the Hole. Nib Hole is the worst name ever. It's not going to be named Nib Hole. Las Gregas is not the name Viva of a thing. Las Gregas. Yeah, that is such a good That's name. That's not the name of a it thing. It is a brilliant, wonderful I name. I don't. Come on down to the nib hole. <laughs> uh, it's my backyard hangout area that I'm creating. All right. Yeah, it needs a name. Come on down I to believe, the nib hole. Yes, it needs to be the nib hole. Are yourself a bear at the nib hole. Watch some TV at the nib hole. Oh, You're outside, it. but there's a TV. Nib hole. As, for as classy as it is, it definitely needs to have a classy name, which would absolutely be Nibhole. Rick in the live chat for the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club just said, uh, I've already booked my summer vacation to Las Gregas. Oh, boy. And Eddie's saying the Nibhole should be an ice chest. That's fine. You can name the ice area the Nibhole. You put your beer in the Nibhole at Viva Las Gregas. When yeah. you drink your beer, do you put it in your Nibhole? <laughs> is that we're going to start calling your face? Nibhole <laughs> is just the ice chest. It's the cooler. Yeah, that's not happening. Viva Las Vegas. Send us an email, funemploymentradio, gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. That was creepy that. as hell. And, of course, hit subscribe on our podcast wherever you get yours. Just uh, hit subscribe for Fun Employment Radio to make sure you get it every day. Every day. Every day. All right. Big thanks to Helium Comedy Club. Yeah, it's been a great week with Helium Comedy yeah. Club. Yeah. And uh, get your tickets to go see Jay, too. All right. Uh, I think that's it for today. Oh, exciting news on Monday, though. We've got some exciting news on Monday. Oh. Actually, some pretty cool stuff has happened. We'll talk about it on Monday. Uh, all right. We'll be back uh, then with more Fun Employment Radio. .com. What ex- what's exciting stuff? We're announcing the sponsorship. Oh, yeah. Okay. We've got two. To I know. That's week. amazing. Yeah, it's a pretty good week next I know. Week. It's a pretty fucking good week. It's pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet. I, I want to tease it for... Don't. No, because we're going to talk about it on Monday because yep. it, there's going to be will be something. There's something happening Monday afternoon that I'm very, very, very nervous about, but that has to do with my house and the sponsor. Okay, we'll explain it next week. All right, thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, we will uh, have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you <laughs> next week. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye.